For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dodici. You're listening to Daybreak. Yesterday, the U.S. president visited Kenosha, Wisconsin, and announced a federal eviction moratorium. In Sudan, the transitional government signed a treaty with rebel groups. It's Wednesday, September 2nd. President Trump spoke in Kenosha, Wisconsin yesterday, more than a week after the police shooting of Jacob Blake, a 29-year-old black father. Tensions have remained high in the city, where officials urged the president to stay away. Trump did not meet with either Blake or his family, saying they had asked for lawyers to be present. He spent his trip promoting his law and order campaign approach, decrying riots in response to racial injustice while neglecting to discuss the root issue. Wisconsin Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes accused Trump of trying to, quote, stoke more division and more fear amongst his base because this is not a state that he is performing particularly well in at the moment. Also yesterday, the Trump administration announced a nationwide ban on evictions for tenants unable to pay rent due to pandemic-related financial issues. This comes nearly a month after the president directed the Center for Disease Control and Prevention to study the issue. The order threatens criminal penalties against landlords who try to remove renters for failure to pay through the end of the year though it allows evictions for other reasons to continue. A previous, similar ban had ended at the end of July, causing widespread concern that millions of Americans could lose their homes. You can hear more about that eviction crisis in the August 16th episode of Daybreak. Sudan's transitional government has signed a peace treaty with an alliance of rebel fighting groups in an effort to end nearly 20 years of bloodshed in Darfur and the South Kordofan and Blue Nile regions. The conflict in Darfur began in 2003 when rebel groups there attacked Sudan's government for suppressing non-Arab populations. The government responded with an ethnic cleansing operation against those peoples. The treaty, 17 years later, represents the first major breakthrough in talks ongoing since spring 2019, when the transitional government was instated. Though the deal is a major step, considering reports of violence in Darfur as recently as July, observers are looking for concrete steps to follow. Previous similar accords have failed to stop fighting in the region. In other headlines, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio announced that public schools there will begin the school year with a delayed reopening. The announced deal averted threats of a strike from teachers and will allow educators a chance to approve safety measures on a school-by-school basis. Massachusetts Senator Ed Markey beat Representative Joe Kennedy III in the Democratic primary race there yesterday, making the young congressman the first candidate to lose an election in the state. France's President Emmanuel Macron has threatened Lebanon with sanctions should their leaders fail to make changes to what many see as a corrupt, ineffective national political landscape. And the U.S. announced yesterday it will not join a worldwide group effort to find and distribute a COVID-19 vaccine because the group is associated with the World Health Organization. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was produced under the 144th Managing Board of the Prince, and our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dodici. Have a wonderful day.